0: This is Podflix episode 214. I'm Paul. I am Nesh. And I am Willie. I was
1: hoping in a, really. in a world.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, happy Halloween, gentlemen, as we record. We just we just had Halloween. Mm,
1: way to date us. I hope this comes out soon. <laughs> and it's not ridiculous.
0: Well, I wanted to ask, do you guys do you guys like Halloween? And 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 the reason that I ask is, uh, I got a message don't? from, well, I got a message from somebody at work, and they were, and we were talking about what our kids were doing for Halloween, and he was like, "You're really big into Halloween, aren't you?" And I was like, "No," and I don't know what was making. Yeah. Like, Why would
1: that have given you that impression?
0: I know, and he was like, "Well, I just get the, I just, he's like, I just feel like you're the kind of guy who like goes really hard for Halloween," and I was like, mm, "You really have gotten that one wrong." Yeah, <laughs> um, I was gonna say, "Don't, don't know you very well," does he? no I guess not but yeah what about you guys are you guys big Halloween fans I
1: feel like we talked about this probably but we can talk about it again (laughs) yeah no (laughs) I'm not a big (laughs) L nope it all goes back to that shark costume (laughs) shark costume you guys don't remember this I swear we talked about this I'm pretty sure we did but remind us everybody wants to be a fucking ninja when they're eight right Everybody wants to be a ninja, but my mom was the mom that made the Halloween costumes. So she made me this fucking shark costume. Except for homegirl forgot to cut a slit for the legs, so my legs were this close together. I was like,
0: it was
1: like always tipping <laughs> all over. The <and laughs> <over. laughs> ninjas are getting all the candy. Kin- ninjas and pirates are getting all the candy, and I'm just like sweating and in this terrible, terrible, like awkward to move around costume. The other year I was a TV. It's a big box. Couldn't move in the TV either. Like, I hate this holiday. I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, I I guess what I'll say is it's like I like Halloween as much as I have since I was like eight years old, just because I have kids of my own who like it. And so through them, I like it, but I still don't like get all up for it. You know, it's like I do. I don't decorate it all. I would like handing out candy. Like, like that's actually a part I would like a fair amount. Like, I, I think that's, like, me not liking Halloween. It's like, well, the part I like is the grown-up part. Like, the part where I can open up and see little kids dressed up like things. And be like, no, oh, like, happy Halloween, guys. But I'm not home because I have to be out with my kids. So I don't get sure. to do that part.
0: I actually, I actually do like candy out candy for kids. And, yes, I only, you know, my kid's old enough that she goes out at, like, regular trick-or-treating hours now. So I can, the little kids that come by, I get to hand out candy for them. But sure. the yeah the the rush hour I don't I'm not here for because
1: I think you're just all bitter that you don't get to be slutty pumpkins anymore now that you have kids. Yeah, so <laughs> I was I was always only a slutty
0: pumpkin. <laughs> I mean, if, I mean pumpkins are clearly the sluttiest of the vegetables.
1: Yeah, I mean just look. That at is, them. you know, you're scrolling through Instagram and that's all you see: picture after picture pumpkins. That or you know. Candy corns. Those babies are just hoes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know how to tell you this, Willie, but candy corn is not a vegetable. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) It's a starch. (laughs) Yeah, starch. Come on.
1: Uh what well, really honor... about candy corn? It's very weird. Sorry. Sorry to sorry to step all over your segue. I just wanted to know Yeah, you really did.
0: Keep going. One one my tell your candy story. corn story.
1: That's all I had to say. It wasn't even a story. One of my kids really likes candy corn. And I just have to bite my tongue every time and not say, you know, nobody likes candy corn, right? Because, <laughs> you know, nobody likes candy corn. But he does, so I guess good for him. He can get all the candy corn to himself. It feels like the perfect size candy to shove up your nose. Yes, it totally is. He doesn't really do like me. figure goodness. out why kids have M&M's up their nose and not candy corn. Candy corn seems like it's just made for the nose. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like a nose plug, like just like whoop,
0: right. right. Remember, remember, kids, you always want a flared base.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Go on with the show slutty pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've earned your slutty pumpkin name with that one.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, in honor of Halloween, uh, we decided to watch the entirety of the Dark Universe cinematic movie universe by watching 2017's *The Mummy*, um, starring one Thomas Cruise and uh, and and one Russ Crow.
1: Um. Well, you're bearing the lead. It has our favorite Reverend from *Let It Shine*, Courtney B. Vance.
0: It does have Courtney B. Vance in it. Her, in a her not a up lot of, him out of time, but he is there. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Nish, why don't you give us the quick overview of of this the movie, itself? Movie, yeah. if it was, as it were. Sure.
1: sure. So this story um, doesn't really bear too much resemblance to the other mummy movie from uh, the Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weiss mummy, um, except that it has a mummy who's being brought back to life from long ago. Uh, Tom Cruise plays a soldier of fortune, as he was repeatedly called in the little blurb for this movie um, over and over again. It's like, hey, soldier of fortune, huh? Um, who uh, accidentally uncovers an ancient tomb, kind of a tomb, um, in, I don't quite say where, right? But it's like Iraq, somewhere yeah, in Iraq. It's a rock, yeah. 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 Yeah, um, but it's like an Egyptian tomb, and um, along with a hot archaeologist who he had, like, slept with before, I guess, named Jenny. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it basically, they they discover this um, sarcophagus that appears to have been put there by ancient Egyptians and kind of, like, is, like, guarded. Like, there's clearly, like, something they didn't want to get out, sort of. Um, But they kind of uh, ship it back and it turns out that there is a mummy inside it who kind of comes back to life and she is this um, ancient princess who made a deal with Set, the Egyptian god of death, or at least that's how he's described in this movie, um, to basically get like special powers and in return she would help him kind of come back to life and take human form. And she has chosen Tom Cruise to be that vessel um for set to return to uh to life and
0: uh i guess the movie proceeds
1: from there yeah and takes place and and they they managed to make it somehow back to london and the movie kind of mostly takes place there question is this based off a true story
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes this really happened 100 percent um so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about with this movie though. I do want to start with the overall feeling of this movie. Cause you mentioned Nish that this movie bears very little resemblance to the mummy from 1999 or whatever. I think, I think, or the nineties, whenever it's from. Yeah. 90, but you know what this movie? Yeah. You know what this movie did remind me of consistently? What? The first suicide squad movie. Um, oh,
1: I could see that.
0: Right. Because I it's basically that, but I can see that. It has a lot of similarity. like it's basically a group of anti-heroes going after an ancient Egyptian, you know, person with magical powers. Right. That is, yeah, I would never have
1: put those together, but now that you say that, it's like, oh yeah, kind of. And I would say like when um, the mummy girl played by Sophia Butello, when she's like kind of back to life and like doesn't look like a mummy anymore, but still has all that weird writing on her and all that kind of stuff. She looks kind of like Cara Delevingne looks in in Suicide Squad, kind of, sort of. like It's kind of a similar feel. Yeah. That's a weird combo. And uh, Tom Cruise and Will Smith are both Scientologists. Look at this. It just keeps going.
0: Will Smith is a Scientologist? I didn't know that.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I don't like to pry, so. Yeah, sure. So this is this is a movie that uh famously failed to launch a pre-announced cinematic universe. Um and you know the so the first question I want to open with is did this did this movie deserve was was this movie bad enough to tank the entire an entire cinematic universe?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would say it probably was. I I, I would say there were like there were the inklings in some places of a movie that could have been better, but I don't think it could have been very good. Just a little better with some with some tweaks, but it I it, I don't think this movie could have been good. Well, fundamentally, the reason this could not launch it uh, like a whole universe behind it is because of Tom Cruise, who is both the best part of the movie and the reason that couldn't do that. He's just too expensive, and he can't continue to be. He's not going to keep showing up in movies that are flops, right? He's also, I mean, too, he's, he's, he's also just Tom Cruise, you know, it's, it's, it's what you get, like you always get Tom Cruise. And I, and I feel like I, I do think that was a bit of an issue in this movie where it's like, I feel like the character they were asking him to play was sometimes at odds with the fact that he was Tom Cruise yeah. in, in a way that like didn't quite yeah. by. Yeah. Yeah. And also if you're Tom Cruise, you're like, well, if you make another one of these mummy movies or I get to work on Top Gun Maverick let's do that right but to be fair like we didn't even get to that part right like like it's not as though they were ready to do mummy 2 or whatever the next thing was going to be and tom cruise was like nope like this movie did bad enough that they were just like no you know what we're canceling all this shit and they had a lot planned they they had an invisible man movie planned and a frankenstein movie and it was like johnny depp was going to be the invisible man and javier bardem was going to be the Frankenstein's monster and I'm I'm forgetting yep. someone else. But yeah.
0: Well, I think I think I think casting Tom Cruise's movie was a mistake. Because I think the character that he was supposed to play was not very Tom Cruise's, but like he especially like if you're gonna do like this version of him, like it it, it is hard for him. Like there are there are moments where he's just like He's just Ethan Hunt for Mr. Impossible. And it's like, that is not who this character is. But, like, that's right. who Tom Cruise is. Right. Um, and it just doesn't fit in this movie at all.
1: Right. His character is, like, he, it, it. his character gets described at various points as, like, this person with, like, no moral turpitude or whatever they said. Or, like, or, or whatever they said. It's, like, basically, like, without a soul or, like. And, you know, they're maybe exaggerating. But he's supposed to be, like, kind of, like, kind of only looking out for himself at all times. And there are places where the character does that. But it doesn't, like quite fit like that's not just not who Tom like I would say the closest Tom Cruise maybe has come to acting like that in a movie I've seen is like in Edge of Tomorrow like at the beginning of the movie and even then he's like he's more charismatic than this character is kind of supposed to be I think mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say
0: interview with the vampire
1: um... <laughs> oh that hair you know that, that to that point Nish is like there's that scene where he's fighting with the Queen or whatever, right? Uh, and like he steals her dagger and she makes some comment like, oh, you're a thief. And I was like, oh yeah, he's supposed to be this conniving sneaky guy. I kind of completely forgot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they kept reminding us that there's another point, I think, where I, I think it's the same point where he says doesn't have a soul. It's like where Russell Crowe is describing why he's like the perfect avatar, like why she would have chosen him to be right. like the vessel for set. And he also mentions like a thief or something that's like, Thiefs. like oh yeah like i feel like they keep mentioning it as though it was like fucking like character class or something like yeah it's like he's a thief
0: the the one that stuck out for me is when he's talking to jenny and um she was like you know i know there's a good man in there and he's like how and she's like well you gave me the only parachute on the plane and he's like he's like i'm not a good man or something he's like i thought i thought there was another parachute and like i thought that was like Charismatic back Tom Cruise being funny. And I actually laughed at that line. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, wait, no, no. that was that was He's... supposed to be serious. Yeah,
1: right. I, I was going to say, like, I, I thought that was actually kind of a good line and he was just the wrong person to to like deliver it. Like, like, dep- like it, it kind of is the way, like, depending on which way you want to go, right? Like, if it's like a if it's supposed to be a laugh line, then it's fine to have Tom Cruise do it, but it clearly wasn't because like the, the music becomes ominous when he says that it's like almost the way of being like, it's like, Oh no, you're wrong. Like, like kind of thing, right. um, which is kind but of, it came across as a line. laugh line. Right. And it's like, you could do that line as like an ominous one, but it's like, it's somebody other than Tom Cruise has to be playing that character in that case. They should have just flipped him and Jake Johnson would have been a far better movie. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I don't disagree. Like, like, that's the other thing that I thought was weird. Like you said about the feel is that it's like, and and I know they were kind of going for this and it, it couldn't be too dour, but it's like the beginning parts, like when it's him and Jake Johnson are like, that does feel a little old mummy a little bit. Like it's got this jokey quality. What is the two of them? Like in the very beginning when the two of them are in that town and it's getting like blown to bits, like, and that's how they find the tomb and he calls in the airstrike and all that stuff. Like that feels like your typical Tom Cruise movie in the beginning, like that part. And it's like, he like it felt it feels very mission Impossibly, like the dialogue. Um, and Jake Johnson works as like a second guy, like he kind of works as like kind of like the Simon Pegg character, maybe in a way. Um, but then it's like, I mean, the movie gets so like it really gets it, it's it's not an out and out horror movie in that, like, it, it's not gonna scare any grown ups, but it would certainly scare kids, like, it's it's uh much more than the Brendan Fraser mummy movies would. Like it's it it go it it is trying to be like fairly scary at times as and you know as far as like a mass appeal like probably PG uh monster movie would be. And then I wasn't expecting that, I guess I would say. Like even even knowing it was like dark universe and all that, it was kind of like, oh, like this is uh they're like going for like a scarier vibe in this. And yeah, I don't think they really pulled that off. But like they were very much like hitting that and trying to like be fairly like eerie and scary and i felt like it was a weird it it, it made for a very weird tone i would say through the movie
0: oh it yeah. was an it was an uneven tone following like yeah tom cruise's uneven performance of trying to play against type and not really being able to um which you know at this point if you're casting tom cruise don't try to play him against type like, yeah. like he is what he is um but speaking of the dark universe let's talk about russell crowe the the samuel L. jackson of of this universe um yeah. who is possibly man I, I i did not think we were gonna get so much of him but boy is he they shoehorn him in there at every possibility
1: yeah for me this was like really what sunk the movie like like they, the shoehorning that stuff in to like build the dark universe it was like like that was I I. It, more than anything I would say like that's the part when I first said that it's like this movie could have been better maybe not good and it's like yeah if they'd gotten all that shit out of there and just focused on me stuff like I said because of all the tonal issues that we already talked about it still wouldn't have been good but it's like I might have enjoyed it more without like I didn't mind his hide persona it was kind of fun to see that maybe a little bit but it was so like I don't know just it felt so shoehorned in and contrived and i don't know and i didn't like that we saw him in the beginning of the movie either i felt like his introduction should have come like completely as a surprise to the movie if they wanted to do that hmm. i uh i didn't know that that's that was the point of him was to set up this big dark universe type of thing and i just remember all the scenes seeing with him and tom cruise and him being like hmm. So two of the better actors of our generation. It's it's, it's a shame that they are in this pile of shit sitting together. Yeah. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you. I didn't like him as a framing device. I didn't like his voiceover. I'm like, who is he talking to? Um right. it all felt weird. And then he disappears for a long period of time and then comes back. Um, I didn't I did not like his hide persona. I felt like it was over the top and really hammy. Um
1: it it was for whatever reason i kind of like that just because it was silly but i totally understand if you didn't because it was it was over the top and ham completely 100 percent.
0: and isn't that the kind of thing you hold back for another movie or whatever like like and and you could i don't know you could just have done it so much better right you could done it in the dark and make it moody and make it scary and not like in a bright office where like this weird fight conversation thing is happening i don't know it just felt really weird is
1: there a post-credit scene should i should i have
0: held out no there not. wasn't a post-credit scene yeah i fast forwarded just to make sure
1: <laughs> with all this dark universe mm-hmm. stuff right like you kind of wondered Really, that would have been the place for for a russell crow thing yeah i guess maybe that would have been a little too on the nose
0: <laughs> yeah they were They were really going for more of a league of extraordinary gentlemen thing in, with with him oh, they got it <laughs> I, I very <laughs> much felt league of
1: extraordinary gentlemen the whole time. That's not necessarily a a thing you want to evoke, at least not in the movie version. no, for sure
0: um any other performances you guys want to call out or or chat through?
1: I liked um you know as far as it went, I liked Sofia Butella as Aminette. I mean, I, I felt like she was a cool presence. You know, I like the flashback scenes with her. She she gave off, I think, like an appropriate, like spooky slash like sensual vibe, like in, in the scene in the different scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So I, I, I guess I would say, you know, with what she had to do with, you know, whatever that is in this movie, it's like I, I enjoyed seeing her on screen. Um, but I like Annabelle Wallace. I like the the woman that played Jenny. She was, you know, appropriately cast. Did fine. She wasn't... She felt like she played the character she was supposed to play.
0: Yeah, a pretty thankless role in the end. That's I mean. exactly what
1: I was going to say. It's like, it's 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 a shitty role. It's like, it's not, you know, anything I didn't like, it's not her fault. Like, mm-hmm. anything I didn't like about the role. It's like, she's just supposed to be like, you know... I'm this, I'm like, I'm this scientist lady who's like first exasperated, then gradually falling for him. And then is like, I support you. Like, you know, you, you, there's good in you. I know it, you know, it's like, okay.
0: (laughs) Um, and then Jake Johnson, just kind of there.
1: Yeah. It, it, he's another one like, um, Russell Crowe, where it's like, kind of like, and, and I understand. I mean, he dies and then like it, the, the the scene with the ghost was like was not bad. I thought it was I thought it would be funnier, like the one where he's in the bathroom talking to him and had a, a few little comedic beats, but it was mostly an expo dump, right? Just to give a bunch of information like here's what's going on, just so you know uh, yeah. kind of thing. And then he also disappears and I didn't think we were going to see him again and then nope. randomly comes back and like kind of betrays him sort of. I don't know. I, I didn't even quite get what was going on there. 100%. Then he comes back at the very end. Yeah, alive, like fully alive. Um I have no idea how with a really awkward like that end where it's like comes back to them and he's like, I'm really glad you brought me to life, like to life and everything. Like it's like, man, you couldn't make that more awkward (laughs) until (laughs) it's like explain how he's here again. I think fundamentally there I have so many problems with this movie, right? But now that you say it, Mish, maybe some of my issues are are with his character this is gonna sound weird right Johnson's character yeah yeah his job is to kind of explain the universe and what's happening here at right? least in that scene yeah definitely do we know like because this movie felt like we just mashed together a werewolf movie and a zombie movie like i don't know the rules of the universe here like if one of those zombies bites you or scratches you do you turn into a zombie like i i don't know the, what's go- like It's not exactly clear. And that's his job to explain that. I do think I I didn't really think about that. And like you at some of it, but like, I do think you have a fair point as to like, I think even more than the zombies. It's just like, I, like, I understood what Aminette's motivation was, but I was unsure as to like, I don't know, like among other things, like I didn't understand why it's like, she seems super powerful. And she had multiple times that she could have killed Jenny before. I mean, she drowns, but like in the crypt or or the church or whatever, like when they first find the sarcophagus or whatever, that part, like when she has her like pinned against the thing, like multiple times. And it's like, is there a reason that she's not killing her? Like, is, does she need her? Like besides just like the plot wants him to be, be alive still, which, you know, but I was honestly trying to figure out. It's like, is like, does she need her alive or something? Like it, and the fact that it felt like weird enough for that is like it's like that's not a good that's not good storytelling. If mm-hmm. I'm constantly having to ask, like it's like is is this just lazy that they want to keep her alive so she's not killing her right now, or is there like something else I'm missing that like she needs her to in some way?
0: That's so funny because I I had the same thought, but the thing that kept running through my head was. These guys are too chicken shit to see, to show a girl on girl kiss in this movie. And that's, and that's why she, I, I honestly thought that was I true. Think because, you're probably right because, because
1: that's what she does, right? She does the kiss and brie and like takes the life out of them and turns them into And
0: you, and you only see it on screen with men.
1: That's a good point. That is really chicken shit. If that, yeah. if, if that is the, if that is it. And I feel like it's a good point because you really do only see it with men. Uh, that's what, that's that's how you turn him into a zombie. Is you 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 kiss him. It right. like I gather I gather that, that that's what happened. But yeah, they they need to be some explanation. The rules of this universe needed to be explained, and and I think that's that or, or characters at least like the rules of the mummy, right? Like the rules. Right. Her, like, what's her deal? And like I understand nobody may really know. <laughs> like like it's not like somebody can just come and is like, well, here's how mummies work because it's not. Nah, man, Jake things. Johnson seemed to know all the things, right? That's true. He could have said stuff. That that that's, that is a good point. That is that is kind of my point. Is like I think that character, they whiffed on allowing that character to be like, okay, we understand that this is a train wreck of a plot. Let's have this one guy try and explain to you what the fuck is happening. By the way, since I'm mentioning that church scene, I, I will mention very minor thing that I liked quite a bit in that scene is when they are driving away and they're talking and like, and she's like she's like in your head and, and he's like it's yeah. not in my head and then it like comes in it's like, like right yeah crap drove right back to he's her. like i drove
0: right back to her it's like she's in my head and it's like that was cool i, I didn't expect that to happen i did like, I, I did that. i did like that too that part i really liked but then i was like but then he just keeps driving i was like you should switch mm-hmm. drivers if that's the situation like you know right. you can't drive away from 100 yeah
1: yeah that was the scene where i was like so what happens if they get like bit do they turn into zombies or like what happens Right, right. Yeah. there were a lot of zombies there. Yeah. It felt like walking dead. Yeah. But it yeah, it, I mean, my, you know, I'm I'm assuming like nothing ain't, right? Like the, or or they can like the zombies can kill you probably. They could rip you apart if they wanted, but not like you wouldn't only she would turn people into zombies. These zombies don't walk, we don't know really. that. These were really mummies, mummies really, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they were like uh 28 days later style. unmummified mummies. Yeah running running real fast um yeah i'm trying to think what
0: else i thought the, i thought by and large i thought the effects were pretty decent mm-hmm. um the some of the action scenes were good but at times felt like they were from a different movie like the movie does the, the movie feels very action adventure in the beginning the like for crash. half an hour yeah. yeah and then once the plane crash is done it's like oh you're in a different movie now yeah um and that was weird
1: yeah um the point clash part was cool i mean yeah there were like individual touches that i didn't mind i also liked the um just as just as like a little like idea as like a bit of a scene i liked when she like escapes or is escaping from like their prodigium like those chains or whatever and like they're running through the museum and she like says whatever she says and like screams and like the blast just starts breaking everywhere like in that room where they're going through and like all the exhibits are breaking like it was a cool visual and i thought it was like a cool idea to be running from that Hmm. amount of time then i got very confused like when she's like out in the open in london and there's like all that like sand or dust and then i couldn't tell it's like is she like collapsing buildings are the buildings turning to dust is like is london like rubble now and then like it took me like A minute of that to be like no i don't think that's what's happening i think only the glass is breaking and this is just like dust that she's summoned but it was like really hard to tell what was going on there and somebody explained to me what the fuck was with the mercury i watched the movie i understand mercury makes you crazy but it seemed to have some type of role like they said it in the beginning when they're at the tomb and and there's mercury there and that's when they mentioned like makes you crazy like i think they said that the egyptians believed that I forget exactly what they said, but the Egyptians believed something or other about like that it stopped you.
0: Yeah, it's 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 essentially the MacGuffin that kept her depowered all this time. So when they removed her from the mercury, that's when she started getting her powers back.
1: At one point, she like threw it up or something too.
0: Yeah, because they were like pumping it into her in the whatever the
1: yeah. Isn't that what was called prodigium? That yeah. was that was one of those things where it's like this is dumb. This is really really dumb.
0: Yeah. Whatever the hell that place was called. Yeah.
1: Um, reminded me that the prodigium, very much, or the, or that organization. It, I mean, it's very reminiscent, I would say, of like Monarch in the Monsterverse, like the Godzilla Kong stuff, like that kind the of organization that is like kind of like tracking and trying to like keep track of all these things. And I feel like uh, Monarch is done better <laughs> than this thing
0: is. Yeah, I'm sticking with my League of Extraordinary Gentlemen for that part um that's fair so so I want to talk about the end a little bit I I guess the implication which I guess it seems pretty obvious but like is going forward Tom Cruise was supposed to be the mummy going forward um
1: I because guess. they
0: show him but that, he's not technically well, a Mummy, right? He's
1: it's, as they said he's like
0: They show his hand like all wrapped up mummy style in the end in that in that end scene where they're in the desert or whatever. And I was like, all right, I guess he, like he's going to be the mummy like the dark universe would have a mummy. So I guess it's him." It feels weird.
1: Yeah, that does seem weird because the way they described him is more like he's like fused with like the God, right? Like the God went into him and he now kind of has those powers of like the God of death. Which seems different than a mummy but definitely seems like he was going to be one of the powerful people or things you know entities in the in the dark universe i gotta be honest with you by the time we got to that point i was like i don't care <laughs> yeah like do i need to care about this because they never made any more movies with this. Uh, so. I, don't, I don't care what just happened like let's just call it a day on this fucking shit
0: i just thought it was weird because they cast tom cruise and they turned him into a character that's all covered up in the end and seems like it's going to remain all covered yes. up
1: let I mean, you wear wear that vanilla sky mask <laughs> that would be
0: awesome not the not the eyes wide shut mask you wear
1: some masks huh
0: he yeah, some masks. it does yeah all right anything else you guys want to say about this before we slap a rating on and move on with our lives
1: i'm ready to move on with my life yeah I'm struggling to think you about guys should that. be proud of me though I did not fall asleep nice I am how proud the of fuck it. did that happen? yeah, from this movie of all movies
0: all right, well, it's Willie, why don't you lay, lay into it and give it and give us your grade?
1: This is zero point five it's i I can't tell you why it's not a why it's not a zero. I mean we've seen worse movies that's why, yeah, like Dungeons and Dragons, but this is Ouch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too wrong
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I'm sure there was a scene that was we gave it a half a point but this this was a flaming pile of shit this was a, it wasn't that confusing but man they tried to it felt very derivative of 14 different types of movies none of which were good
0: alright ish
1: don't really have too much to add to what willie said or what i said while we were reviewing uh i'll I'll go a one out of five i'll go half a star up from willie but yeah it's i i I don't think i thought this was going to be good but i did wonder if it's like kind of kind of what you were saying paul at the beginning which is like does this really deserve like you know was it really so bad that it would have kind of sunk this entire dark universe or is it kind of like eh, it's not as bad as they make it out to be that's got tom cruise most tom cruise movies aren't horrible um but no this was pretty bad and and really disappointing
0: yeah i think i agree i think it's also a one for me i mean it's it's a pretty bad movie i have a hundred percent seen worse movies that have gotten sequels um and and that surprised me a little bit because i was just like like i don't know it just feels like they would have rammed a sequel through but looking into it a little bit i guess there was a lot of creative problems behind the scenes and people just couldn't agree and everybody thought this was a bad idea um so you know i guess there's other things going on than just the performance of the movie but oh what what could have been
1: Um, yeah it was it was interesting reading about this i I forgot about this until you just said that that it's like so this was the directorial debut i think of alex kurtman who's like one of those like wonder kind like screenwriters who's like been a co screenwriter on like a ton of things that are like huge huge movies like kind of randomly uh, right. Like he was a big part of like the Star Trek reboot and uh-huh. Transformers maybe. Right. I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like, like really like bizarre kind of thing and, and like really far afield as well. Like I'm forgetting, I don't have it in front of me and there's some other ones that he kind of wrote. So it was interesting. And yeah, like you said, like in retrospect, I think he was like very regretful about the way this movie turned out. <laughs> Oops.
0: Oops is right. Yep all right um well whose pick was that was that yours paul yeah that was mine why well halloween right because don't you want it aren't you curious to see a movie that was so bad it killed like this giant franchise that was announced like that to me that's interesting
1: i'd be more curious for you to do a flicks on that in the future
0: (laughs) duly noted all right well nish can you cheer us up and, and and give us a letter
1: sure why not i could do that um okay so we got um not so much a letter as an email um from ian and uh ian writes uh willie nish and paul on your barbie episode when you were discussing great movies that had awful sequels you missed a few big ones uh speed was a great action movie but it was followed by speed 2 cruise control which didn't even have keanu and sucked that is a good point. I'd forgotten about That's that a good That's a really good point. That yeah. is a good one. I don't was 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 Sandra Bullock in it. Yeah. Yes, Sandra Bullock. It was Sandra Bullock and it was uh Jason Patrick, right? I think. Yeah, I think Robert so. Patrick <laughs> I was going to say and, Robert Patrick. And I was like, no, 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 no. not him.
0: And, and not Jason Isaacs, right, Jason?
1: Right. Not Jason Isaacs either. Yeah, but yeah. maybe Jason Alexander. Maybe that would be awesome. But he was and, a huge star at the time. Yeah. Him and Dunstan. Dunstan checks in.
0: The, the chimpanzee.
1: That's right. They were on the. They were on the boat. <laughs> um, and he's the other one he mentions, which I also forgot about. He said also, I don't know if you've seen it, but Blues Brothers 2000 may be one of the worst movies ever. Huh. And uh, yeah, I I have seen Blues Brothers 2000, and that movie is awful. Is I have never
0: seen any Blues Brothers movie.
1: Blues Brothers is good but i think it may also be one of those movies that it's like if you don't see it at a certain age like, like if you just come at it as a grown-up like it might just be one of those like i don't quite get why this is so big kind of was thing that Aykroyd and john belushi mm-hmm. yep and blues brother 2000 was john goodman yeah and and Aykroyd? yeah and and is Jim Belushi in it too, or did Jim Belushi just like do some of the live stuff with them later on? I'm I'm forgetting now. And there's a little kid too. Who they they like. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's not good. But the original Blues Brothers has like in addition to the two of them, it's got like all kinds of like R and B legends. Like it, it kind of repopularized like a lot of that kind of music. So it's like it. They have all these musical numbers with all these characters, and the characters mm. are played by like Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin, and like have mm. Callaway's in it, and yeah. So it
0: feels yeah. a little bit like a movie you had to see in the 80s.
1: Yeah, maybe. And it's 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 uh it's directed by what's it? It's directed by John Landis, and um it has a humongous car chase which costs like a lot of money, and it's kind of crazy. This the number of cars and amount of destruction there is in it. You know, um, this might be controversial opinion, but Rocky 2 was nowhere near Rocky. I don't I don't think it's controversial to say that it was nowhere near Rocky, but I don't think you would say it was bad by any means. I think Rocky 2 yeah. was fine. It was basically the same movie. Yeah, except he wins. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but, I I mean, yeah, it definitely isn't as good as Rocky. Mm-hmm. Certainly. But, I don't know. I, I think... I don't know that I'd call any of the first four Rockies, like, bad, bad. I mean, some of them are silly, like, but they're not... But they're silly in a good way, right? Like, Rocky Four is silly in a good way. Rocky Three is silly in a good way. You guys get anywhere into the Creed movies? I watched the first one and liked it, but then I never watched the others. Same. How many are there? Three. Three.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right?
1: (laughs) There's some controversy around the third one. Stallone has nothing to do with it, and he was really pissy about it. I don't know. I don't really know what it is. The third one is the one with uh, Jonathan Majors, right? Yeah. Yeah maybe that's part of the is community. that the controversy yeah i don't know no they they cut stallone out of it for some reason he didn't that get any really weird money or credit or anything yeah. for it did you see the original creed
0: uh paul no i've never seen any rocky-esque movies Very have
1: nice. you seen rocky
0: nope i've never oh. seen anything in the rockiverse
1: i think we should we should watch rocky yeah maybe i haven't seen rocky in a long time actually just know that you're basically signing Paul up for ten movies. I know that I'm probably going to fight right? It, it, is it six yeah. Rocky's in three six, six, six Rocky's three three threes. Yeah. yeah, Rocky one through five, and then there's Rocky Balboa. Yeah, which was pretty good, actually. Certainly better than Rocky Five. Rocky wow. Five is the nadir of the whole thing. but that yeah. the
0: one where he fights Nuclear Man?
1: Yes, no. exactly. Yeah. And John John Cryer's in it for some reason. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it's too bad that isn't, I mean, that, that would be, if we were talking about any sequels, that would be an obvious bad sequel. But we were specifically Superman talking Park. about, yeah, but we were specifically yeah. talking about direct sequels. Um. Okay, anyway, getting back to the email, Um. Ian did have a question for us, um, which is really random. It has nothing to do with what we just talked about. Question for you guys, what actors would you cast in a live-action Voltron movie? Oh my god. Yes.
0: That's a really good question.
1: Yeah i I feel like without a doubt, like the leader's got to be Jeremy Renner. Really? Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy I was trying to younger. I I was thinking that just because of the, you know, they they all have kind of that anime sort of, you know, you know, very delicate features look to them. Well, Mm -hmm. not, not, I mean, I guess Lance and Keith, at least um, among the men. I kind of just figured one of them would be like Timothy Chalamet. And he seems kind of up for that kind of thing, being in this Wonka movie and stuff like that. Why wouldn't he just be in Voltron, too? For for what, Green Lion? No, I was thinking what that would be, Red Lion or Black Lion, right? Either Keith or Lance. Because Green Lion's Pidge, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who you get as that. That's a, that's a weird casting. Elliot Page. Okay, maybe that.
0: Right, I can see that. I can, Timothy Shalom, I can't lead. Can't lead the Voltron movie. No, I
1: agree. Make him make, make him Lance then.
0: Yeah, okay. I, 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 I agree. He
1: shouldn't be the leader. Yeah. I think Hunk should be like Seth Rogan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing his the Seth Rogan laugh now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ryan Gosling should lead the movie. All right, I I could see that. Because he do that. He could do that crazy anime <laughs> hair that they do. Tom Cruise as the mummy. <laughs>
1: He'd be Mumra. Oh, that from, that's from Thunder King. Mumra, yeah. Definitely not from <laughs>
0: Voltron. But... What's the name of the main bad guy from Voltron?
1: I can't remember now. I was oh, trying shit. to think of that too. Prince Zarkov. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Isn't it? it that is what it is, right? Yeah. blue,
0: blue skin or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Good pull.
1: Once in yeah. a while, once in a while.
0: Who's the princess in in this movie that we're casting?
1: Leia, right? Well, no. what's her name?
0: She's uh Alora,
1: she just... Alora, right? Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess it depends on how old the dudes are that are trying to, you know, get with that.
0: Well, that's fair. Yeah. um I, mean, I think I think we have aged up the entire cast quite a bit for for yeah.
1: our movie. If we want Jeremy Renner to be in this, he could be Sven. He could have a cameo
0: oh, that feels like such a Jeremy Renner thing to have happen to him too. <laughs> he's there for one <laughs> right in the he, beginning he's out of there before the main credits yeah, roll. yeah
1: you know he just he well i'm fun. I'm very wrong. Seth Rogan would definitely be snarf snarf think <laughs> what oh okay i I was gonna say are we just casting oh wait that's some cats yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: these two really just blend together for me sometimes i mean we can cast thundercats if you want
0: i don't don't have an issue with it i think the movie opens with a james bond-esque like in media res action sequence all jeremy renner all the time and then he gets taken out smash cut to voltron you know main main titles and you don't see him again.
1: You said that, and now I'm just picturing like not just James Bond-esque, but like I picture Jeremy Renner in like the actual opening to like Skyfall, like getting like shot off the train, <laughs> and, then it's, and then it's like smash cut to Voltron <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it's, like that's how Sven died. He was a spy. <laughs> <It's>,
0: like... <laughs> yeah, That works. I think it works. It's like, wait, we're watching Voltron. A live-action Voltron would be bonkers, but man, I would love it. It,
1: it would be bonkers. It um can pull it off. It, it reminds like Transformers. me Transformers. All I can really think of, for some reason, even though like it could obviously be very different than this, is the which I haven't seen this movie, but I've seen pieces of it. The live-action Speed Racer that the mm-hmm. that the Wachowski sisters did in whenever oh, it was. What?
0: I thought you were gonna say Money more" from Power Rangers.
1: Well, that would make more sense, right? But like I was actually thinking, like, you know, how they kind of did this big budget, like weird live action-y thing with right. like uh with John Goodman <laughs> with like the big
0: mustache. I never thought about it before, but like if the pilots are all in the heads and the heads are the hands and the feet, they must be whipping around when they're Voltron in it's a very blood. like they're constantly like on a roller coaster.
1: There have to be some like big, like kind of like, gyroscopic thing yeah you know? i was gonna say that like kind of keep you like sort of
0: tethered <laughs> but i like the notion that they they're just voltron they're just throwing <laughs> up all over the place they, yeah they form voltron for the first time and everybody else just passes out from no. the g-force <laughs> going around <laughs> keep is like guys guys
1: they all climb into the chest <laughs> and take a nap <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness yeah the mechanics of how voltron works
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's did day today you'd get a really funny scene of them like voltron like trying to get his like leg into the big foot and like he's missing and he's like hold on guys hold on hold on you know that's yep, what they yep. would do now
1: yeah no a hundred percent yeah kind of kind of play it for laughs mm-hmm. all but, right
0: opening night i'd be there
1: good question <laughs> though i like that question
0: yeah absolutely
1: all right you know he's asking the right thread of question here because usually Paul gives a review and he fixes the movie like mid-review. That's true. You're giving Paul a chance to just like cast the movie and get it right from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Get it right the first time. And That's you'll that. notice of course Paul did not do that with the mummy because there was nothing to fit. There's no. beyond yeah it was beyond help.
0: <laughs> for that reason and because I listened to your guys of Oppenheimer episode where you called me out for it when I wasn't there. So now I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: uh what'd you think of it the, you didn't watch or, it right i don't know oh, or, or, or what did you think of the episode How'd we do
0: <laughs> it was a good episode i'm not sure maybe you want to see the movie to be honest but it was a good episode <laughs> that's fair i
1: don't I mean, know what was, the
0: hell you guys were talking about with like tonsil stones or whatever the heck that was Oh
1: well you well know, it's a thing
0: yeah, yeah i've been but stones. i've been asking around nobody else has, <laughs> nobody i've asked has heard of them
1: well there's a thing called google you should try it
0: <laughs> i believe it's a thing but i don't believe it's such a common thing that everybody would just know what it is
1: well it's oh. a common it, it, it's a common thing in that pretty it, in that most people have them do most people a decent number i would say it it, it may not bother most people in all honesty how did that come up like most did people I might say... have them but not know i don't know <laughs> how did how we start talking about no, stuff? i don't remember <laughs>
0: I just remember you guys talking about it, and I was just like, I don't know what this the hell they're talking ago. about. <laughs> yeah. Like...
1: yeah, I was, I was joking in part when I said they're very. It's a very common thing. I was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really mean. It. It's like everyone should know what tonsils. Are. Duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: They are stinky. Two hundred thousand people gross. a year get it. Two hundred thousand out of. I don't know how many Americans are there. 340,
1: 340 million.
0: million. Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Only 200,000, and me and Nish are two of them.
0: That's weird. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know what we mean by get them though, right? Like, does it mean like just have them, period, or like get them as in a way that like they have to like have them looked at because it's like
0: an issue? It says, like, it says diagnosed.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, never, I think I, I've, I've never, never gotten, gotten to the doctor. Console stones, they just
0: exist. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. I have never heard of this. I want to get my tonsils out.
1: Will I not have tonsil stones anymore if I get them removed?
0: Yeah, no, you won't. That'd I mean, the nice. tonsils will still grow stones; they'll just won't be in your body anymore.
1: That's right. <laughs> that would be weird. They're just generating stones. Tonsils sitting out there. Don't get your tonsils out, though, unless it's a big problem. Yeah, I got fucking sleep at me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, maybe get your tonsils out. <laughs> Need some space. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: I regret breaking this up.
1: Do you want us to talk about how tonsil stones are formed, Paul? Is that is is that what you're asking? <laughs> I'm pretty did sure you thought. Did you want to have a 10 minute discussion now about in detail about how tonsils store? Have you ever watched the videos of people taking tonsil stones out by basically shoving a Q tip back there and? i think i out i believe this is the conversation we had during audience. it is, it you, is. Just this is conversation you just said that. that it's like this sounds very familiar oh, i don't remember what we talk about i think you said that and then i replied by talking about how i've been seeing these videos with the guy like has like a water pick thing
0: that he uses. Ah, to get right. yes you did talking about the water pick <laughs> <You know,
1: laughs> i tell you i got a water pick recently we're just we're just having the same conversation we're definitely old old men I'm going to set an alarm for four episodes from now so we can bring this up again like we never talked about. It. It's the best part about getting older, so you can tell the same stories, but you, you yeah. get really good at them by the fourth time. You just don't it remember. Really You've is. told them four times. Yep, Yep, exactly. You're just hoping you're not talking to the same people again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I never want to become like that because i I feel bad whenever i'm talking to someone and it's like you've told this story before i know i don't want to say anything and it's oh, like
0: i have definitely told the same story to the same people more than once I'll, I'll, i have
1: but usually i've been able to catch myself in the beginning by being like i totally think i might have told you this before please stop me if i have i'm like blah 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 and then sometimes they'll be like oh yeah you did talk about that it's like okay at least i gave a warning that indicated that i am aware this may be the case well, don't worry feel a little better at least i know when you and i talk we just don't even listen to each other about oh us. yeah no, <laughs> no, no at worst we don't retain but like yeah. you know yeah no don't don't even listen i have no idea what you said during this episode Mm-mm. just 0.5 no you gotta have one Damn yeah. it. yeah <laughs> see you weren't listening Oh, uh, if you want to send us an email, I forgot. (laughs) Thanks, Ian, for the email. If you want to send us an email, uh, you know, about anything we talked about, about, um, uh, you know, weird, any weird questions you have, uh, other movies you would like us to cast. And of course, if you have questions about tonsil stones, send them to us at talktopodflix at gmail.com. I will set up a separate tonsil stone specific email as well that people can email us at. That's for Willie and I to start our console stone podcast. Well, mm-hmm. let's come up with a pithy name.
0: I never thought I'd miss bed chat. <laughs> really? Well, you I, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I miss bed chat all the time.
1: Give me this give me the song. Oh. <laughs> chat, talking about beds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can't give that shit away for free, Nish.
1: Uh it's fair. You know, I found recently I'm gonna talk about beds for a minute. Okay. Good. We I, I just started the show. I, I know. We gotta got talk about beds now. Uh do you guys have um you know there's this trend of fast furniture. So a lot of the fast furniture is it's beds, so they're easy to click together or whatever. Or, or worse yet, they kind of click together and then you have to IKEA screw those little fucking Wait. things.
0: Sorry, what the hell is fast furniture?
1: Stuff that's like really, kind of like Wayfair or IKEA, stuff that like you assemble, it's not super expensive. You're probably going to use it for a couple of years and throw it the fuck yeah. out, right? It's not it's not built to last a very long time. Gotcha. Okay. That IKEA couch that everybody has, or that IKEA director everybody has, right? They're just like, eh, it'll serve its purpose. I'm going to move apartments in a year or two. It's easier to just throw this thing out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The beds are pretty nice, but they all have those like slats that go across. to like, install your own slats and i can't tell you recently like i don't know why i had to like it was doing a big clean clean out beds in both my kids room my room new york and man those slats just like fall off the bed like crazy indeed does they it, do does like that pulled be, out like like fall off the side kind of like crooked and then they fall yeah. out right. yeah yeah
0: there was sometimes one, there was one time have, recently
1: i was like why is my ass basically falling through the memory foam. I was like, oh, shit, all these slats are like fall like, off. Yeah, yeah. there is sometimes there are good ones where it's like the the thing you're putting the slats on have like little like knobs here and there that kind of hold them in place a little bit. Mm-hmm. Those ones are usually a little better. But yeah, my bed has those has some slats under it. Or Actually, no, my, my kid's bed has slats under it because my kid's bed is an Ikea bed
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, yeah. It's definitely, they don't thankfully move around too too much, which is kind of crazy for kids. But do, you, yeah, if do they did,
0: one of you guys, do either one of you guys use a box spring?
1: No, no, I used to, but I don't.
0: We went back to a box spring because partially because we didn't like the slats. Um, but I'm not sure it's better. Oh, really? I thought I, I totally thought you were going to be like ah the box spring man like you were going to like pre. No, on. I think I ditch. I think I ditch it again when we get a new bed. Think like go back to a platform style bed.
1: Can you tell the difference? What do you mean? What's what's the difference?
0: I mean, the main difference is it makes the whole bed taller. Uh, right.
1: You know, um, that I kind of like.
0: Well, except like our bed is tall to an absurd degree. Um, or, like not even all the pets can jump up on it. Like sounds great. Oh yeah, it's great. Then a cat makes it halfway up and cl- grabs onto your legs to yep, haul herself up out the rest yeah. of the way. Yep. Yeah.
1: Very And we had to buy
0: up. we had to buy like an extra big comforter to make it to the floor because the bed was so high. Like just get just run up yeah. on the bed.
1: Yeah, the high bed part is not fun.
0: I I feel like bed technology has moved on from from the box spring. We don't need it anymore.
1: I think you're right. It's, and you got more? No, I was gonna say we should see if we could register bedtechnology.com. Ooh, bed technology, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that has to exist, right? There's it's no way that's a weird, to one. On. Yeah. If bed not, technology. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna register the domain and get business cards made up for us right away. All right, you heard it here first, folks. And one of those credit card things we have. You slide it back and forth.
0: Bedtechnology.com is available. $325. That seems like a good deal, actually. That seems like a lot. You can get bedtechnology.online for 5 bucks. What what am I going
1: to do with it online?
0: I don't know. Bedtechnology.tech. Bedtechnology.technology. There you go. Can we do bedtechnology.org? you can actually and and be a non-profit <laughs> 15 16 dollars mm. it, it is it is uh described as the domain that brings people together i would like uh
1: dot uh, ai i oh, want an arti- artificial intelligent bed <laughs> chat gpt with my bed that's right Ed gpt <laughs> Or it's bed technology. AI-generated AI images of your bed that have, like, weird, like... It's like, it has too many legs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just USB ports everywhere. Weird writing that doesn't quite look like writing. <laughs> That's
0: right. Ooh, bed technology dot Lawyer. There's too many... To, do with that. Okay. There's too many top-level domains.
1: Okay, okay, I'm done, I'm done. All right. All right. From, I'm, done. I'm done with the bed talk. This was bed
0: chat we talked about beds
1: (laughs) it's been a while I missed that show I know I know first episode in a long time Mm -hmm. good to get it going again can we let this die please (laughs) (laughs) the the bed chat we'll we'll never let bed chat die this this episode no this episode is like the mummy just keeps coming back (laughs) it really does but we can let it die now like the dark universe This episode is dead. Or is it? (laughs) Fuck
0: you. No, it really is. (laughs)